0: Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to Seeking Culture on Renegade Talk Radio. I'm your host Sabrina, and today I wanted to talk to you about the culture of writing. A lot of times we have uh, people who are interested in writing. But the problem is, is they don't know the first thing to do. So I'm here to help you today and figure out exactly what your steps are. Now, I had a wonderful opportunity uh, about 15 years ago to work with a New York Times bestselling author by the name of Richard Steinberg. And he was uh, a prolific writer, famous for having written books like The Four Phase Man, The Gemini Man. And Richard was a very interesting guy. He had a wonderful past. He was, you know, very intelligent. He had worked for the CIA. He was a learned man, uh, self-taught in a lot of things. Uh, He spent a lot of time um, creatively actually applying ass to chair. And he always explained to me that that is the first rule of thumb for anything that you aspire to do in life. And so for many writers, um, it can be a daunting experience when you're sitting there with a blank page thinking to yourself, what is it going to look like? Well, you never start without a draft. And a lot of uh, newbies to writing feel that they should be perfect right from the onset. But the truth is, You have to kind of outline what it is that you're going to write about. So, of course, you would start with an idea. And I would really uh, encourage people who are students of writing or who are interested in being writers to sit out in public and observe. Observe the people walking around you. Observe the setting um, and really take down the details of it all. And in addition to that, start to listen to snippets of conversation, because sometimes those snippets of conversation can be fruitful for your work as a writer. You can use that at some point in your writing process. Um, It can help you with your character development. It can definitely help you with, you know, solidifying your ideas, but that's definitely the first step. So... You would go ahead and put yourself in a public setting. And like I said, observe, 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 observe. It's integral to the art of writing. And then the next thing that you would do is you would come back and you would do a rough outline, a sketch basically of who the characters are, uh, where they are, what are they doing? What motivates them? Um, What their backstory is, basically flesh them out a bit, figure out what their motivation is as far as character, characterization within your story. And once you've done that, then you can go ahead and create a rough draft of what your basic theme is going to be. Um, I remember when I worked with Rick, it was very easy for us to basically piecemeal um the work that he did because he was a very well thought out writer um everything he did he did with a purpose including messing around <laughs> when he had fun he had a lot of fun and when he was working he was very diligent about working but everything was purposeful he was always sure to write down or record whichever one you want to use things that were occurring either in his thought process or in his daily life, because he always found that, that 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 would eventually, you know, either end up in his stories or provide him with some kind of um, ins- inspiration. So after you would write down your draft, then of course you would do a second draft, a third draft, and a fourth draft and a fifth draft. A lot of people have this assumption that these famous writers like uh, John Grisham, and uh danielle Steele, that they don't r- do rewrites they absolutely do that's something that you have to do as a writer because you're fine tuning your thoughts and your ideas and like i said your characters and flow the flow of the story is really important and so nobody gets it right the first time no matter how many years you've been writing of course it can get easier as you get older and as as you have cut your teeth on different stories, but the truth is, is it is a process, and you have to apply as to chair in order to move you forward. I mean, you can't just dial it in. It's something that requires your dedication, and you know, research, for sure. So, a lot of times when I would work with Rich, uh, Rick, he would ask me to um, research different things. Um, it could be down to clothing, a a timepiece, an area, a certain part of geographic location, there was a lot of uh, forethought that went into just the minutest uh, detail. And you would think, as a reader, that it just flowed so easily that there really wasn't that much work in the background. But the truth is, is that there was a lot of work in the background, a lot of uh, thought given to detail, a lot of research that went into Um, the descriptions as a writer. Now, description, uh, describing things when you're writing is actually, it can be a lot of fun. A lot of people find it draining, um, but it really gives you an opportunity to not only be creative, but to find new ways, different ways, refreshing ways to describe something that maybe people have seen for A hundred years, you know, like a sunset. Of course, everybody's seen it, but not everybody's seen it in the same way. Or when they do see it, it doesn't affect them the same. So they don't come away, you know, from that experience with the same imprint. Okay. And so Rick was really, um, he really helped inform a lot of my creative writing. And he was just a fantastic motivator. But like I said, he was driven, he was purposeful, and he was well thought out and very well researched. I mean, the things that he, he enjoyed, like his private life was very um, fascinating. I mean, the things that he did, even down to his hobbies. I mean, I think it's kind of like what my father used to say, only boring people are bored because there's really no reason why anybody should be bored these days. Right? So Rick really was, and is an inspiration to other writers. And at the time that I knew him, Uh, closely, you know, where we work closely together. He was, as I said, inspirational um, to me for my writing ethic. And now a lot of times people get caught up in thinking that they have to write a certain way. So I already made the suggestion that you put yourself outside in an open setting where you can see a lot of people, where you can hear a lot of different conversations. You can see how people are interacting. You can observe um, how they're interacting with each other, with lovers, with children, with bosses, with servers. Um, But another thing that's really important is that if that doesn't work for you, then you can toss that out of the window and you can find another way. Some people find their inspiration writing outside alone or maybe inside alone. I mentioned Danielle Steele. She's uh, another um, another one who uh, her writing process is, I've heard, it has been rumored to be a closet where she goes in and she sits with her typewriter and she just applies as to chair and she just continues to write out her manuscript. Now, A lot of people would say that she has never had to do a rewrite. I don't know. I mean, it's just, is such a personal process for a writer. It's important for you to know where you are, what it is you want to say, who your target audience is, what it is you're trying to change or inspire people to do. So that is really um, what I learned from Rick, but I'm going to go ahead and take a break now and come back and continue to talk to you about writing, but also my experiences as a writer. All right. Thank you. I'll be back. This is Sabrina on Seeking Culture here on Renegade Talk Radio. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, no one told me about her. The way she lied. Hi, welcome to Seeking Culture. I'm your host, Sabrina. And today I wanted to go ahead and continue talking to you about the art of writing. The culture of writing, more importantly. As a writer, um, my career basically started as a journalist like journaling (laughs) not recording news events but basically journaling Um, having a diary of sorts recording all of the things that were happening in my day-to-day life and how it impacted me my feelings my thoughts and as a young kid it helped me have a a space where i can not only record those thoughts but really think them through figure out how they impacted me and my little spirit and how i wanted to affect change in my life you know a lot of times writers do write because they want to change something that's either happened to them or they're looking to change something moving forward so I started keeping a journal, um, at a very young age, and I maintained journal writing until I was 37. And at the age of 37, I found that I had exercised that, uh, writing process for so long that I was good at it, but I wasn't really needing it anymore, let's say. So I decided to find other creative, uh, pursuits. So instead of just, uh, you know, being a diarist, I ended up writing short stories um, for myself and also memoir style of writing. So I have lots of essays that are in that memoir style of, uh, of writing. I have been able to i I want to say like um, the word isn't catch, but I've been able to capture I've been able to capture moments in time, um different interactions with people, and of course, this is from my perception, but as a writer i'm I'm tasked with making sure that I'm being as honest as I can be about not only my subject but myself, and I find that in writing your authenticity, your truth, your honesty about a particular scene or um, experience really needs to be as open as you can possibly make it. So what I mean by that is that you really need to give the other person the benefit of the doubt. The other person in your story, in your essay, in your memoir, a a kind of like um, a pass, let's say. So you're not judging them. You're just recording and relaying the facts as things happened. You're not really talking about how they did you wrong, but more what it was that occurred that caused you to feel a certain way but without um, making them the bad guy. You're essentially just relaying the story and then explaining what your feeling was about it, but leaving the space open where other people who are readers of your work to interpret what it is that occurred there. And a lot of times... Readers find the compassion for the bad guy in the story or the person who did the bad thing in the story. They really leave themselves open to interpretation if you are writing it the right way. So sometimes the good guy in a story turns out to be not such a good guy. Sometimes the bad guy in a story turns out to not be. It really is up to the writer to write in such a way that every character is not just a shell, but an actual living, breathing person that can be interpreted by the reader and can create a feeling. It, it, they invoke a feeling, they invoke a, an emotion in the reader, helping them To relate to the character, see themselves in that character, want to be that character, or pull away from that character, or hate that character, or even fall in love with the character. Writing is amazing. I always encourage people to write in any form. It can be a simple poem. It could be a haiku poem. It could be an essay about something you've experienced, something funny um, every writing, every piece of writing does not have to be profound. There's all kinds of literature out there in the world. Some people do informational writing. Some people, you know, just write for the love of writing, for the flow of the words and how they ease out of, you know, out of you, out of your spirit, out of your soul, out of your conscien- consciousness. This is like, really a way for you to examine, who you are as a person and how you see the world. And so I encourage people to write and write often. And it doesn't matter what it looks like to anyone else, just get the writing out there. Because I really think that all of us have something to say, something to share. And we never know at any point in our lives when we'll meet that person who is affected by our story. I always like to say that our story isn't really for us. I mean, we're just the ones living it. It really is for the people coming up behind us because they're the ones that can be affected by it, either inspired or disgusted, either way. But at least it moves people to feel a certain way. And I think that is what is so important about writing. So if you have an opportunity, check out... David Sedaris, check out um, those other writers that I mentioned, John Grisham, Danielle Steele. Um, There are different forms of writing. Um, My last show, I had talked about Shakti Gawain and her creative visualization. I mean, that's information she's imparting. I mean, it's a very strong way to express yourself, help people, and just expand your small world. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm your host, Sabrina, and thank you very much for listening. And this has been Seeking Culture on Renegade Talk Radio.